You're listening to Do This First, a daily personal development podcast that focuses on science-backed, actionable steps towards your best year ever. I'm Sandy, your host. Today's episode is our second and final installment of our Morning Habits series. In our previous episode, we shared eight of the most popular morning habits and one habit that was believed to be so bad for you previously. However, new research suggests that it's not that bad after all. We also shared the one habit that can really make a difference in your life. You can access that podcast on Spotify, Audible, and Amazon, or on my website, dothisfirst.life. One of the great things about science is that anything that can be proven has the possibility of being disproven in the future. With that in mind, there are four habits that were previously thought to be not so great for you that actually are not so bad. It can actually be pretty good for you. Let's look at these not so bad, bad habits. Daydreaming. (laughs) Recent research suggests that daydreaming can actually be beneficial to our mental health and overall well-being. While daydreaming has often been viewed as a sign of distraction or lack of focus, studies have found that it can stimulate creativity, problem-solving skills, and even enhance memory consolidation. When our minds wander, we enter a state known as the default mode network, DMN for short. It allows us to make connections between unrelated ideas and think abstractly. This process is essential for generating new ideas and finding innovative solutions to problems. Additionally, daydreaming has been linked to increased empathy and better emotional regulation as it provides an opportunity for self-reflection and processing of emotions. It also serves as a form of mental relaxation and stress relief. However, of course, excessive daydreaming can negatively impact productivity and hinder goal attainment. So finding a balance between focused attention and allowing one's mind to wander is crucial. Ultimately, recent research suggests that utilizing healthy daydreaming habits, especially in the morning, can contribute positively to our cognitive abilities and psychological well-being. So there you go. So that can go under, you know, reflective time. Fidgeting, another bad habit that was supposed to be horrible for you. Recent research suggests that fidgeting may actually be beneficial for one's health and cognitive performance. Contrary to popular belief, fidgeting is not necessarily a sign of distraction or restlessness, but rather a way for the body to release excess energy and maintain alertness. Research from the American Journal of Preventive Medicine found that small movements such as like tapping your foot or twirling a pen, which I do a lot, can increase blood flow and oxygenation to the brain. That leads to improved cognitive abilities and enhanced focus. Fidgeting has also been linked to better creativity and problem solving skills as it allows individuals to engage different parts of the brain simultaneously. Moreover, fidgeting has shown potential benefits for physical health, 
by reducing sedentary behavior and preventing prolonged sitting, which has been associated with numerous adverse health effects. While further research is still needed to fully understand the mechanisms behind these benefits, recent findings suggest that embracing fidgeting may indeed be advantageous for overall well-being. Stress. Stress. <laughs> recent research suggests that short-term stress can actually have some positive effects on our overall well-being. Stay with me on this one. In small doses, acute stress has been found to enhance cognitive function and improve productivity. It activates the body's fight or flight response, which of course releases hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline, which can improve focus, memory, and decision-making abilities. Moreover, short bursts of stress can also boost the immune system temporarily making us more resistant to infections. However, though this kind of stress can be beneficial in the short run, chronic or long-term stress, of course, can be detrimental to both our mental and physical health. Prolonged exposure to high levels of stress hormones can lead to various ailments, including depression and heart disease, and even a weakened immune system over time. Therefore, it's important to find a balance between experiencing occasional bursts of stress for its you know, potential benefits while actively managing and reducing chronic sources of stress in our lives. That's really a no-brainer. Playing video games. Recent research has shed light on the effects of playing video games, indicating that it can have a positive impact on individuals. On the positive side, Studies suggest that video games can enhance cognitive abilities again, such as problem solving, memory, and attention skills. They can also improve hand and eye coordination and fine motor skills. Furthermore, some research indicates that certain genres of video games, such as strategic and educational ones, can promote learning and enhance critical thinking abilities. So establishing good habits and sticking to them requires a systematic approach. Coupled with, of course, consistency, you really can start with writing it out. Knowing what your morning is going to look like is incredibly helpful. Set a schedule in your calendar or in your Todoist app or whatever you're using so that you leverage your time efficiently. As discussed in our previous Morning Habit podcast episode, Habits like not skipping breakfast, drinking water in the morning, and working out can help power up your day. Don't skip the coffee, but don't drink it on an empty stomach. It is crucial to set clear morning goals until it becomes a routine, which happens on week three for most of us after consistent daily effort. An established routine minimizes the reliance on willpower alone. Developing a morning routine that incorporates good habits ensures they become an integral part of our daily lives. Thirdly, accountability plays a significant role in maintaining consistency. Sharing goals with colleagues or hiring a professional coach can increase motivation and provide support during challenging times. You may want to consider a workout buddy too. A morning text with a mentor or a personal development podcast like this one 
to keep you on track are all helpful things. Here are five more ways to foolproof your mornings. Number one, establish an ideal wake-up time. Let's face it, waking up in the morning can be tough, but finding the ideal wake-up time for yourself can make a world of difference. Some of us are early birds, while others are night owls. Having a set wake-up time can help keep your biological rhythms in sync. Avoid varying your wake-up times too much so that you can maintain a natural routine. Number two, wake up to natural sunlight. If possible, expose yourself to bright natural sunlight in the morning. Artificial indoor lights can also help wake you up more naturally than staring at your cell phone screen. Come on, guys. <laughs> the world will not disintegrate into ashes because you did not check every notification before you even got out of bed. Number three, dedicate a few minutes to solitary activities like reflection, prayer, or listening to a favorite song to reduce stress and anxiety for the day ahead. I do this every day and it works. Number four, tackle difficult tasks in the morning. Research shows that your brain is at its peak power during mid-morning, so it's an ideal time to tackle challenging tasks. <laughs> Prioritize these tasks early in the day, carp diem. Number five, I pack everything I need for tomorrow before I turn in for the night. And if we're talking about working at home, I make sure my workspace is set up with everything I need for the work ahead. It's immaculate with nothing taking up unnecessary space. Number six, take inventory and make a note of anything needed that you are running low on. Don't push it. Make sure you have reserves in case something doesn't go as planned. Remember to expect the best, but prepare for the worst case scenario. Number seven, don't take calls. Taking calls can derail your routine. If it's important, everyone knows they can text me. I do take a couple of minutes to review text after I eat breakfast. Number eight, don't skip the multivitamin and vitamin D. According to the American Journal of Clinical Medicine, a multivitamin can improve memory and vitamin D can help prevent heart attacks. Number nine, skip the news. I'm sorry, news junkies. A study conducted by Harvard researchers, psychologists, Michelle Galen and Ariana Huffington found that just three minutes of exposure to negative news in the morning can significantly impact a person's mood for the rest of the day. The study involved 110 participants who were divided into two groups. One was exposed to negative news headlines, one group, and the other to uplifting stories. The researchers discovered that those who viewed negative news were 27% more likely to report as unhappy even eight hours later. Wow. This suggests that consuming negative news in the morning can ruin a person's mood and potentially affect their performance at work. The researchers also speculate that the impact of negative news on mood could be even greater in today's climate because we have more toxic headlines. 
I'll admit, I am a recovering news junkie. My sinful pleasure now in the morning is skimming the digital version of the Wall Street Journal. If I see something that is of particular interest, I bookmark it and go back to it later. I only do this after my workout and breakfast. Number 10. Create a list of action items to complete for tomorrow. The night before, of course. I write this out throughout the day. This will help you jump right into productivity in the morning without skipping a beat. Because we are all CEOs of our own lives, I wanted to share the morning routines of four CEOs with you. Richard Branson, he owns the multi-billion dollar Virgin Group. He says he wakes up about 5 a.m. and works out. The alone time helps him mentally set up for the day ahead. Rob Dutch, CEO of F45 Training, a fitness company. Obviously, he works out every morning, but he also listens to motivating podcasts to kick off his day. Mark Zuckerberg, the Zuck, CEO of Meta, parent company of Facebook and Instagram. He says he wakes up at 8 a.m., does a little MMA, and he also learns Taylor Swift songs with his three daughters. <laughs> and then there's Jack Dorsey ex-Twitter CEO. He doesn't email or text. He listens to music and audiobooks in the morning. He also wakes up at 5 a.m. to work out and walks about 5.3 miles. And also one other CEO who's highly effective in the morning. It's the CEO of Verizon. His name is Hans Vestberg. He says that every morning he will ask himself how he is really feeling. Like, what is he bringing to the table today? Then he takes steps to either improve his mood or dial back, depending on what the answers to himself were. The practice would definitely go under taking a couple of minutes out for yourself to reflect. As you can tell, our morning routines can make or break our day and impact the quality of our results and goals as we move forward. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to leave a review, follow, and subscribe. We can also connect on Twitter. My username is until underscore Santa. You can also get a transcript of the podcast on my blog at dothisfirst.life. Until tomorrow, be safe. champion in you